Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Open up today's show. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you from Bakersfield. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Brendan Escott back at the 630 Chad Studios. He's playing the music maestro today. Brendan, we're going to bring you in early, right from the get-go. Boston to open up today's show. Tell us why. Yeah, Tom Scholes from Boston turning 75 years old today. Oh, man. Oh, man. In and around 19... Oh, it would have been about 70... Eight or 79, there was a show called James at 15, and then it became James at 16, and Boston was the featured band on that show uh, from uh, back in the day. Oilers Now, as I mentioned, brought to you by Digitex, by our Legion X office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Hugh Porter and the gang at Digitex, they'll take care of you. This is Oilers Now. The uh, morning or the day after the Edmonton Oilers in an absolutely crazy game last night at Rogers Place come away with a 4-3 overtime victory. One of the worst non-calls ever. Um, I'm finishing things up down here in Bakersfield. And uh, I will tell you, I was uh, watching the game last night with um, some of the uh, Oilers' uh, support level managers and coaches the non-call on Zach Hyman with the empty net in a 3-2 game and Alexander Ovechkin outright water skiing uh, on high I mean you know what like not that Washington is going to get caught for a playoff spot but if you're Columbus it should have been a 4-2 game at that point instead the uh, Caps end up tying Tying it with two seconds left and then Connor McDavid scoring in overtime. Wild night at Rogers Place. Uh, we're going to get to 
Our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling, you need to get it with no payment, no interest for a year of outside you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling, big win. The Oilers got back Zach Cassian. He contributed uh, an assist on a Brad Malone goal. Brad Malone scoring for the first time since 2015. Brad Malone will join us on today's edition of Oilers Now. But Edmonton got Zach Cassian, Evan Bouchard with a couple of assists. They got those guys back this morning in Edmonton early. Uh, Mike Smith and Tyson Berry on the ice. I think there's a strong chance you might see Tyson Berry uh, back in the lineup on Saturday. And who knows about Josh Archibald as well. He's been skating with the main group. On top of Brad Malone on today's show, Louis DeBrusque from NHL Hockey and Rogers for GCL Diesel and for Canadian Power Pack, Kevin Weeks. And uh, we'll tell you, speaking of Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication and solar. So lots to get to including an extended version of the audio recap of last night's game as we go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you feel like family. Let's get to it. Here we go. Oilers look to end a three-game losing skid as they take on the Washington Capitals. Good evening, Cam Moon, along with Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, Bob Stoffer, Jack Michaels, the Oilers Radio Network. Go to our Coventry home starting lineup for Edmonton. Connor McDavid up front with Evander Kane and Kyler Yamamoto. On defense, Duncan Keith and Philip Roberg. In goal, it's Miko Koskinen. For the Capitals, Nick Dowd in the middle with Axel Janssen, Fialbi, and... Garrett Hathaway on defense. Dimitri Orloff and Nick Jensen in goal. It's Ilya Samsonov. He's off to the left of Koskinen. and he's 19-9-3 coming into this one. And he had 26 saves in a 3-1 loss in Calgary on Monday. Puck on the left wing. Ovechkin will shoot it. Glove save made by Koskinen. Alex Ovechkin just wired a snapshot on goal. It's amazing how puck up against the boards inside the Washington zone. Four and a half gone here in a scoreless first. Pass out to Dreisaitl on the left side, put it in front of the net, and a save made by Samsonov. It's underneath, they're still poking away. Sent back to the line, and it comes out. McDavid to the blue line, to Bouchard, across to Drysaddle, to Bouchard, the one-timer, just wide of the goal. Comes up near the blue line, and Hathaway could chop it out. Sent all the way across, and Orloff's going to keep it in across to Ovechkin, and shot, oh, oh, what a glove save made by Koskinen. It's Ovechkin was wide open in front of the net, and he holds it up there for just a second so everybody can see it. Hooked in front of the net, McLeod put it on net. The rebound somehow, Samsonov keeps it out, and Zach Hyman was right on the doorstep. Yamamoto to dry saddle, a backhand. It goes just wide of the net, puck on the left wing side. It is McDavid with it. Yamamoto in front of the save by Samsonov off a of cane. Dry saddle to the blue line. CeCe across the nurse. He'll let it go off an arm. Put it in front of the net. Oh, Samsonov didn't see it. It would have hit him. Could have went in as Kane tried to center that, and the period comes to an end. Samsonov had no idea where that was. He's, he was behind the goal line, and, and Kane was looking for the bank shot. Skating out through center ice is Mantha. Comes into the Oiler end on the right wing. Pass through the middle. Poked on net. Scores. Backstrom got the pass from Mantha. He spun around and hit it on the backhand. It gets under Koskinen, and it's 1-0 Washington. McDavid down the right wing in front of the net to Cassian. Just knocked away. Bouchard hammers it. Pad safe. The rebound just chopped wide by McDavid. 
McDavid. Good opportunities for the Oilers. Off the draw, rimmed hard by Nurse, kept in by Carlson. Pass on the right to Backstrom. Side of the net, out to Oshie. The save made by Koskinen, and he held on. Puck gets to the middle. Here's McDavid. Pass over to Kane. The save by Samsonov. Now the shot. Lagason on net. Samsonov the save. Line to Bouchard. Now to McDavid. Slides down the left side in front of the net. Scores! Kyler Yamamoto right on the doorstep. And this game's tied at one. CeCe quickly to Ryan. In over the line. He'll drop it. Malone the shot. Saved by Samsonov. Rebound. Scores! That got sent up over Samsonov. Cody CeCe in front of the net. McDavid to dry settle. The Kane on the save by Samsonov. And he covers it up. Evander Kane absolutely raw by Ilya Samsonov. On the right to Oshi into the Euler end from the angle, scores! Oshi came down the right wing and he absolutely wired that one past Koskinen and this game is tied at two. To the blue line, kept in by Bouchard. His shot off a stick just went wide. Cassian in front, Malone scores! Brad Malone! He puts it in and the Oilers have a 3-2 lead. Now Kuznetsov in behind the Euler net. He'll wait. He'll pass it. It goes off a stick. Here's Carlson. Now to Oshie. Shot. Scores. Unbelievable. Less than a second left. And Oshie roofs it to tie the game at three. For Oshie. Scored a couple in this one. He's going to lose it. Here comes McDavid. Two on one. He's got Dreisaitl. And over the line on the right. He waits. Shoots. Scores! Connor McDavid! He ends it in overtime. The Oilers win it 4-3. All right, extended uh, highlight package. We don't often do that. This is Oilers now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you. Uh, Rob Brown will pinch hit one more game on Saturday night. Edmonton in Tampa Bay on the Oilers radio network. Um, that night, I think... Okay, I think that one's actually Jack's calling that game, and it'll be Jack and Rob, uh, Cam, Reed Wilkins, and myself will be contributing in various aspects. Uh, Bakersfield in action tomorrow night, by the way, against San Diego. So, a couple of things just uh, last night, change up in the power play. The Oilers finally got a, uh, a practice to work with on the power play due to a condensed schedule of light. Yamamoto used and deployed as the net front. His puck retrievals were very good and was in the right spot to tap a pass home for a power play marker. Uh, I thought Edmonton's game overall was really good. Their five-on-five five game in the last seven games, Edmonton has only given up eight even-strength goals five-on-five. Five. That's not bad. You know, if they can work on the power play a bit, get a little bit healthier, and that's a factor too. Uh, a guy like Nugent Hopkins still three weeks, two to three weeks away. I think if they're saying he's week to week, that's a big absence out of the Oilers lineup. Uh, Broberg, 18 minutes last night. Uh, Lagason limited to under nine, got belted by Zach Cassian. It's going to be intriguing here if Tyson Berry is good to go Saturday night. I wonder whether or not uh, Broberg stays in the lineup. Uh, he's clearly taken a step forward here. What a wonderful night for Brad Malone. A goal, uh, an assist, two-point performance. First goal since 2015, played 10 minutes. Uh, five hits as well for the Edmonton owners for Brad Malone. Again, we'll hear from him a little bit later on. So it was a, it was a big one, and Edmonton needed that victory. 
frankly, I think they deserve the victory, and I'm still, I don't know about you, and you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com. The non-call, 3-2 game. Zach Cassian is away. He's got a chance for a break just uh, on the other side of uh, center ice. And Alexander Ovechkin with a full hook on the inside of the thigh. Water skis off. That was, as for me, uh, as a frustrated as I've been with a non... I mean, it was embarrassing to the National Hockey League. And these things do have ramifications. Like, I mean, if the Oilers ultimately would have lost that game, and missed the playoffs by one point. All, you know, people, you know, and, and the Oiler haters out there will say, oh, screw you, Stoffer. Uh, they're, they're not good. Well, you know what? Little things matter. And a call like that in a game, that's pretty much as inexcusable as he should have been awarded a goal is what should have happened. Bad call. Nonetheless, the Oilers ended up getting the victory. Here's Jay Woodcroft on uh, the game overall last night. Well, I thought the effort from the people that we had dressed tonight was just excellent. Uh, I thought uh, we came out and tried to assert ourselves in the first period. We did that. Um, their goaltender played a heck of a game. Um, we talked in between that that first and second period about outworking a goaltender and uh, not uh, not hanging our head just because he was making a few saves and I thought our group was resilient tonight and found a way to get it done against a really good hockey team. And the Caps are a great, a really good team and Sam Sonoff was terrific after Edmonton chased him in Washington earlier this season. Here's Connor McDavid who scored the game-winning goal last night. His thoughts on the game overall. You know, special teams were, were good. I thought there in the second period, you know, we had two big kills to keep them at one, and power play finds a way to get a goal, which was uh, which was important. So, you know, I thought that uh, really swung the momentum of the game. And, um, you know, I thought, uh, you know, we had lots of guys step up, like Bugsy and, and, and Cass, with Cass coming back in the lineup. I thought, uh, you know, they were, they were great. Jay Woodcroft, speaking of Bugsy, that's Brad Malone. Here's Jay Woodcroft knows him well. Here's his thoughts on Malone's performance last night. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for our team. Uh, I have a comfort level with Brad Malone. I think he plays the game hard. I think he navigates his way around um, the rink in the right fashion. Uh, I think he's gotten better as a player over the last three years. I've seen it up close. He's he's risen to the occasion in numerous big moments. And that's what leads to that comfort level is those shared circumstances that we have. Um, you know, if I was going to give him any critique tonight, it was his 0 for 3 in the face-off circle. <laughs> Uh, nicely played, Jay. Connor McDavid is a fan of uh, Brad Malone. The Oilers had him up at the end of the 18-19 season. Uh, Malone's been on an AHL deal the last couple of years, and here's Connor McDavid on Brad Bugsy Malone. Uh, he's a guy that uh, you want to cheer for. You know, um, really like having him around. Um, his game speaks for itself. You know, he works hard. You know, plays physical, does everything right. So great to see him get rewarded. Yeah, this is a this is an interesting story because again he started the year on an AHL deal. The Oilers signed him, and he's up right now in part because of injury. Um, theoretically, if if Barry and Archibald both get activated here for Saturday night, Edmonton's going to have to make a roster move. It won't be Brad Malone coming down. I can tell you that right now. Brad Malone had these thoughts on his night and the Oilers' victory. I don't think it's really sunk in yet, to be honest. Uh, feels feels pretty awesome, to be honest, but. Um... 
I was just really happy that at the end of the game there we got the two points. It's uh, it's tough to have an individual game like that and um, you know feel good about yourself when you don't get the two points. So it's uh, I know that's kind of the cliche thing, but in all honesty, just you don't want to be that teammate in the room. So it's uh, it's awesome we got the two points. There you go. In a meritocracy, you reward the guys that perform. It's that simple. And uh, he's been useful in his games that he's played. And I, I'm going to circle back. And if you've been listening to the show, we talked about this. Uh, Jack and myself went into Everett at the start of the year. And the Oilers, typical of a, a road preseason team, you know, they, they left a lot of their top-end guys at home. And Seattle ran around a little bit. And it was Brad Malone that got in the grill of a couple of those. And Brad's not a heavyweight. But he knows how to defend himself, and he has gamesmanship. And it just gives, a again, five hits in last night's game. Now, a subtle little change was made on the power play. We mentioned it briefly about Kyrie Yamamoto. And he, he got the goal. But for me, the bigger work that he did is he kept on winning puck battles with his quickness and his retrieval skills. Here's Connor McDavid on having Yamamoto on the PP. I thought he was great. Um... You know, he's uh, he's a guy that, that retrieves pucks and, you know, he works so hard to get the puck back and you know, that's uh, something that, uh, you know, we needed. So, um, you know, he came in, did a great job. I liked our power play. You know, I thought uh, found a way to get a goal there. Uh, I thought our power play early in the third was was good. It built momentum for our group, even though we didn't score. Sam Sonoff had a heck of a game. It was a fun game last night. You can text us 780-496-0063. We'll get to those texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line momentarily. Uh, we'll tell you that you can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort and Casino, zero uh, restrictions. Open 24-7. Uh, they've also got a brand new menu at Tap 25. You can uh, try it for 50% off from 2 to 5 p.m. New daily food specials as well at Kitchen and Italian. For more information, head to RiverCreeResort.com. When we come back, your text, and we'll go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Bob Stoffer in Bakersfield, Brendan Escott back in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Uh, I'm going to bang off about two minutes worth. Here we go. This first one comes in. Bob, you're right. The goal uh, was scored, shouldn't have happened to tie the game. Because of the non-call, the Oilers would have been on the power play. The ref should be fined for something like that. Not sure what game he was watching. Uh, disgraceful. This texter, Jimbo, says, Bob, I thought it was Hyman that got hooked by Ovechkin uh, when Washington pulled the goalie. Yeah, I, I believe I said Hyman. Now, I'm, uh, Brendan thinks I might have said Cassian once. I know I said Hyman at least a couple times. It was Zach Hyman, and it was a blown call. Bob, can you comment on the whereabouts of the situations involving Perlini, Cuckoo, and any thoughts on Clef Mom? Uh, Brendan Perlini was skating this morning uh, in uh, Bakersfield. He's going to play tomorrow night against San Diego. Slater Cuckoo has taken a personal leave. So, too, has... Um, uh, Cooper Marodi. Uh, and the text also says, any thoughts or update on Oscar Clefbaum? I don't have anything for you on Clefbaum. He's on LTIR for the season. Um, I don't know whether or not he's planning on a return to the NHL. He's been gone for two years. So I would say probably unlikely. Uh, Bob, Hyman should have got a penalty right after Ovechkin got the puck from him. What? 
Okay. Uh, again, uh, this texter says, uh, Bob, so were you saying that Miko Koskinen's their number one goaltender right now? He's played good and has a good record. Well, I, my guess is he's starting tomorrow night or on Saturday against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Into... NHL Today, for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded, branded merchandising specialists, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com, back at the 630 Chad Studios in Edmonton, and here is Brendan Escott. It's a busy night in the NHL. 13 games in all. Toronto hosts Arizona. Ottawa welcomes Seattle. Winnipeg is in New Jersey and Calgary search to strike down the Tampa Bay Lightning. Jack Eichel also makes his return to Buffalo tonight for the first time after that trade to Vegas. Philadelphia signed defenseman Rasmus Ristolainen to a five-year, $25.5 million extension. Uh, for us math wizards, that is five Point one million per season for the 27-year-old. He was acquired via off-trade, uh, or sorry, a trade in the off-season. Bakersfield uh, just one game this weekend. They are home to San Diego tomorrow. Josh Williams and Justin Sordiff each had two goal games as the Oil Kings beat Medicine Hat 7-3, stretching this win streak now to 13 games. They're on to Swift Current for a back-to-back set starts tomorrow. Golden Bears meet the UBC Thunderbirds for the Canada West Championship on March 18th. They're both in the U-Sport National Championship as well. And Bears captain Clayton Kirichenko is the Canada West Defenseman of the Year. He finished the regular season with 18 points in 20 games. 12:29 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Uh, Louis DeBrus coming up for GCL Diesel at 12:35. We'll head off, though, at this time to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6:30 Chad.